We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Eight points, 11 rebounds. Short on the second. Steal! Randall lays it in! And that should be the dagger for New York. Adebayo, a three. Planks off the glass. Rebounded by Brunson. The Knicks extend their season. And force a game six. Big win at the Garden for the New York Knicks. 112 to 103. The Knicks get it done at home against Miami. All right. Not tonight, my friends. Not tonight. Oh, man. I needed that. I needed that. I needed that. I needed that. And it has a little bit more meaning now when I say <laughs> I am getting too old for this shit. Uh, okay. Whew, boy, I got a. That was a game. That was a game and a half. Uh, it was actually like three games and one. It was three games and one. Uh, but somehow, some way, the Knicks continue to play basketball, which is nice. Um, there are so many places that we could start right now. Uh, I will, I will actually start by saying the prophecy has come true. Hashtag 53 wins. You got it, Robert Cross. Listen, give credit where credit is due. This crazy man's delirium finally came true. Uh, we start with that. Uh, number two. I thought tonight, whether they won or they lost the series, was a massively important game going into the summer because, and I started thinking about it today, it doesn't matter how big of a surprise the season was. It doesn't matter how much this team exceeded expectations. It doesn't matter how there were so many feel, not feel good moments, feel great moments about the 2022-23 Knicks. It wouldn't have mattered, I think, if they went out so meekly as to make us question what this team was made out of. And look, there's still an opportunity, I suppose, for them to go out meekly. But for me, for them to go in there 
be down 10 in the first quarter and look like they were going to go out in exactly the way that I feared, which was going to perhaps lead to some really, really uncomfortable offseason questions that may still be asked, but like they were staring us in the face and it was looking like all of the vibes, all those immaculate vibes that we talked about for months upon end. We're going to go right down the toilet um, in a way where, again, even even outpacing expectations as much as they did, if they would have gone out in a certain type of way, I think it really would have done a number on on the ability to carry those forward into the offseason and into next year. So for them to dig down deep and find that reserve of something that they found starting in the second quarter of this game. Speaking of the start of the second quarter of this game. So I wasn't going to do this because I hate talking about it, but I have an, I have a reason that I have to do it. Um, today is my birthday. Uh, I turned 40 today. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because um, I received a present for my birthday. And I have to say that because never in a million years would I have spent the money to purchase this thing. But my wife, because she loves me to no end uh, and is the just, I mean, call it like it is. She's the reason Nick's Film School exists. Do you think I'd be doing this shit if I, if I didn't have a supportive wife? Come on. Um, she got this for me. So this, if you don't know, is, yes, it is the slam, the, the most recent slam edition with Jalen Brunson on the cover. But it is not the regular one. Let's see if I can get it right up to the camera. This is the Gold medal edition. They only make 94 of these babies. My wife went out and so I don't know where the hell she got it or ordered it from, but got this for me today. And I looked at it and I was feeling pretty down in the dumps all day about this game. And then I opened this thing up and I looked at this, this mean mug staring me in the face. And I said, you know what? Let's go. Let's see what happens tonight. Let's toss the ball up. Let's play 48. Now, <laughs> when I said to myself, <laughs> let's toss the ball up and play 48, I was not trying to speak into existence. Him, and that is his that is his actual name, him. Formerly Jalen Brunson. I did not mean to speak it into existence that he personally would play all 48 minutes. But that's what happened. <laughs> and why did that happen? Because Jalen Brun- Brunson is a, is a different breed. And um, for him to come out tonight and put up, I mean, we could, we could just call it like it is, uh, one of the greatest Nick playoff performances in history. Um, I, I don't, I mean, so 38 points, seven assists, nine rebounds, did not sit. 48 minutes. I, I, it's one of the greatest postseason performances in Nick history. It's, a, it's full stop. There's no asterisk. There's no caveats. There's no nothing. One of the greatest postseason performances in New York Knicks history. That is what we witnessed. And for him to take the team and put it on his back starting in the second quarter there. And it wasn't just him, to be clear. But you know, coming out of the first because you could tell from how he went about his business in that second quarter, he was like, we're not going out like this. And um, they didn't. And um, he gets the first 
the first nod as to why that is the case. He does not get the only nod because on this night, and I'm going to toast to this gentleman right now. There was somebody else who the madman, the madman, our coach, Tom Thibodeau, decided, you know what? One ain't enough. I am going to equal a Nick record that has not been touched for 51 years. And they just said it on the broadcast. That is not one, but two New York Knickerbockers playing all 48 minutes of a postseason basketball game. Hadn't been done since Walt Frazier and Jerry Lucas, two of the 75 greatest players to ever live in 1972. Well, Quentin Grimes joined Jalen Brunson in not sitting tonight. And that is because, again, Tom Thibodeau felt like he didn't have a choice. And I don't blame him because Quentin Grimes, look, we've come a long way from game one where he played 10 minutes and everybody was looking around afterwards and be like, well, wait a minute. Why did Quentin Grimes play? 10 minutes for this team that desperately needs spacing. And you started to see the change happen in game two when he played 25 minutes. And eventually it got us to game four when he got back into the starting lineup and it made a difference. And tonight um, I thought his impact throughout the game was, I mean, defensively, I thought he was everything they could possibly ask for. And then some, he was solid all game long Um, offensively. I mean, whether or not he actually is hitting the shots or not, his presence out there does so much. Three of eight from the field, two of six from from three. But of course, none of that matters in comparison to the steal. We've had some moments in New York history, New York Nick history. Um, here comes Willis. We had the dunk. We had the shot. Allen Houston, we had the four-point play, and now we have the steal. That is how big that play was. And I'll credit the original Knicks Film School himself, JB. He tweeted it out. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because you want to talk about, like, we've been waiting for something that we could point to as the spiritual predecessor to the Willis-Reed game. This being the obviously the year that we lost the captain, um, you know, in 50 years since the last Nick championship. And I think we got it tonight with that moment after, I don't know if he sprained his ankle. I don't know if he twisted his ankle. I don't know what he did, but it was all I could see in that moment when Grimes, whatever, whatever happened to him when he got hurt and he hustles back to try to get on Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler. He was not guarding Duncan Robinson one-on-one. He was not guarding Max Struess one-on-one. He was not guarding Gabe Vincent one-on-one. He was guarding Jimmy Butler on one working ankle and somehow, some way, not only managed to prevent a shot, prevent a drive, but to come up with that steal that I know they came down and they didn't get any points and it actually turned into a five-second violation, which was, oh my God, did the Knicks have some issues in this game that we are going to talk about? Um, but limping, limping and coming up with that play, um, Jalen Brunson had one of the greatest games in New York Nick playoff history. Quentin Grimes had one of the greatest moments in New York Nick playoff history. So credit to him for that. Um, those two guys, I think, and the, the game from Brunson 
the moment from Grimes, the team as a whole, the medal that they showed, I think those are the leading stories. I, I it was I think I feel like the next guy I want to go to is RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett had um an uneven game down the stretch. Um maybe not the what guy you want bringing the ball up. Um, maybe not the guy you want in mounting it, but, 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 and man, are there a lot of buts here again? You, you, I not putting anybody else in this category. I had so many doubts about him coming into this postseason, And all he does is keep answering the questions. Um, 26 and seven, seven rebounds on eight to 17 shooting took four free throws down the stretch of a game, which was, Oh boy where there are some tight sphincters in the garden. And you could tell there were some tight sphincters in the garden because as that game went to the last five minutes, the garden, that was, it wasn't silent, but it was a nervous Madison square garden. And it just goes to show for him to take four free throws for him to make four, three throws, four free throws. And also not to be um, outdone the pass to Mitch to make it 97, 91 when it was really, 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 I, with all due respect to the last few minutes of this game, and I know it got down to three in the last few minutes, and we'll we'll talk about some of the things that that happened down the stretch. But for me, and I think for a lot of us, maybe the scariest hours came a few minutes earlier, in the middle of the fourth quarter, around that eight seven minute mark. And uh, I would, but we were not at play of the game yet. But there was the Brunson three or moment of the game. There was the Brunson three there, and then shortly after the Brunson three. Um, and Duncan Robinson hit a three right back. So really, like as big as the Brunson three was, it was nullified on the very next possession uh, to get it back to 95-91. RJ hit Mitch for um, that dunk to make it 97-91. And um, just a, a great, a great, another great game for RJ Barrett. Again, an imperfect game, sure, but a great game. You could have a great game with imperfections. And that's exactly what RJ Barrett did. Um, was also instrumental in getting the momentum back in their favor starting in that second quarter. Uh, speaking of RJ to Mitch, this has not been Mitchell Robinson's best series. Uh, I don't even know if this was Mitchell Robinson's best game. Uh, he has been uneven, shall we say, at times. But for that dude to take six free throws down the stretch of this game, including four free throws after they hacked him intentionally, and to make three of those four, including the last two they did on the hack of Mitch, uh, again, right after Brunson, Grimes, RJ, in some order, I'm putting Mitch right up there just for, like, you need to, like, that was a game. I said to my, I turned to my wife, who was living on the edge here for, for with me for this one, um, <laughs> with a few minutes left. I was like, I, I think, I'm pretty sure, I'm trying to think what it was. I think it was when Jimmy hit a really nice long two, very well defended long two, and he hit it like it was nothing. Um, I want to say that was with like three, four minutes remaining, something along those lines. I turned to her and I said, yeah, they, they might lose this game. Um, I, I, I Yeah, 322 left. It was a 19-foot pull-up to make it 103-100. Um, and then he ended up coming back down and uh, and hit another free throw and then we'll get to um, one of the moment of the game candidates in a little bit to, to give them Nick some breathing room. But like 
Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I I can't even keep my thoughts straight. This this is like this is how it, it crazy this game was. So yeah, Mitchell Robinson, awesome. I uh, I gotta go to Obi Toppin next. And it look, I don't know if it's gonna get lost in the in the sands of time, um, because of the numbers that Brunson put up in this game and the numbers that that RJ put up in this game and the big moment from Grimes and obviously the big free throws from Mitch and the whole thing. Um, and this player that I'm about to mention scored all of two points in 12 minutes of action. Um, nobody outside of, of Brunson, RJ, and, and Randall really did much scoring for the next tonight. Um, but Obi Toppin, I don't want to say Obi Toppin single-handedly changed the energy of this game when he came in in the second quarter because I think Jimmy Butler going out of the game had something to do with it. I think Jalen Brunson making a commitment to do what he did had something to do with it. I think Duncan Robinson entering the game for the heat at the beginning of the second quarter. And I know Duncan Robinson ended up getting his by the end of this game. Uh, he ended up going five of 10 from deep. This was the Duncan Robinson game and we withstood it. Thank God. Um, I think that had something to do with it as well. Um, all, all, all those things had to do with it, but Obi Toppin coming in and just being Obi Toppin and just doing Obi Toppin things for that stretch of basketball and you, 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 I mean, look, I don't, I imagine my guess, my guess is that Obi was, if I was Obi, I probably wouldn't have been thrilled not playing in the second half of the last game. That's just my guess. Um, and a lot of players in a situation like that, I could see coming into a game down 10 you know, one, two, one, two, three Cancun is right there for you. If you want it, it's right there. And just being like, you know what? Fuck this. I'll go through. Uh, you know what? If everybody else wants to go through the motions, I'll go through the motions too. He didn't do that. He did the opposite of that. He completely, completely, completely turned around the um, energy level or was a, a large driving force from turning it around. And again, he ends up with two points. He made some mistakes there in the second half when he got in. I, I don't care. His job was done. I, I would actually go so far as to say his impact in the second quarter of this game exceeded, even though, he, again, he didn't really score. I would go so far as to say it it exceeded his impact in the third quarter of game five against Cleveland, even though he was responsible for, I'm pretty sure, half of the field goals in that third quarter after Julius went down at the end of the second quarter in that game. So. Fantastic job by Obi Toppin. Um, I kind of mentioned him before, but I thought Isaiah Hartenstein was was excellent. Um, spoiler alert: I, I I'm probably going to argue that he he gets them. Well, not the moment of the game because Grimes has the moment of the fucking season, maybe the moment of the decade. Um, but so Hartenstein's going to lose it, but Hartenstein's put back dunk um, after it got down to two. Um, crazy, and. Uh, and that leaves one guy that we haven't talked about tonight. Actually, no, two guys. Josh Hart. Sorry, Josh. Josh Hart wasn't your night tonight. Um, I'm not going to do too much hand-wringing about Josh Hart. Josh Hart, I think, has had a really nice playoffs overall, even though this game and the last game were not too good. Um, sometimes it's not your night. Sometimes you get in a little rut. I think he's in a rut right now. We'll talk about the impact that might have um, on Friday night in Miami. Um, Deuce, shout out to Deuce. Came in, did his job in his short stint. Okay. That only leaves one guy. And um, I might have to call Andrew up here for this one. 
What did I do? Oh, you didn't do anything. I, I just need. Oh, okay. Like I don't. I don't have a um. Work animal. <laughs> you have to do the job. Say it again. I, I said I, I don't have like a support animal, like one of the, like a dog or a monkey or something. I, I got you. Bounce it off me. You got it. Yeah. So you're gonna have to be. You know, if I could, I, I can't pet anything soft. I don't pet me either. Just throwing that out there. I wouldn't pet you. Okay. Cool. Don't worry. I know my limits. Um, <laughs> I, I um, I don't know how to talk about Julius Randall anymore. Uh, I've been doing it now for four years, and I've said all the words that I could say about this player. And, and listen, Julius Randall had, I would argue, not a great second half. He had a really good second half of this game. Um, why wouldn't you go to great? I did think that there were some moments defensively at the end of the third quarter that were, were maybe a little bit lacking. Fair. Um, Fair. That said, came in in the fourth quarter, and I thought other than the turnover where he um, did the Julius thing and, and got blinders on and, and didn't see the other four players in another uniform surrounding him, uh, other than that moment where he turned the ball over, I, he was great in the fourth quarter, doing all the dirty work, get, you know, getting in there for stuff. Um, but like, whatever, he was a notch below great. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was great. Whatever you want to say. Um, <laughs> again, I what? And it's not all on him. It's it's not all on him. I think that the team collectively was a little. I mean, they were off. They were. I mean, again, the lack of poise, the the you know the mistakes, the like you know get your heads out of your butts. Again, collectively in that first quarter was not great, but he was, Oh my God, was he the captain of that ship? And I was staring at, and then he came almost worse. He came back in, in the end of the second quarter. And like, I know he scored some points there at the end. I didn't think his energy was any better when he came back in initially, um, at least initially. So to your point about the end of the second the way I processed it, because I, I sent it to the KFS faculty chat, like comes back in 323 left. They're up by eight or nine. They were up by one, I think. Or whatever. They were up. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm very curious how this goes. And it was like, let's not let's not now leave the half down five because Randall's back in. Yeah, you were worried. And my entire thought process, and I, I think this was his, was like, just don't fuck it up. And that's how I thought you played, was like, okay. There's clearly a good thing happening without me. How do I like not overdo it? Not like overexert myself to okay, where I'm detrimental, which is why the plays he had was getting to the line three times and the three at the end of the of the quarter. You're that's absolutely all right. he did in three minutes. And I it's why I, I can't say it was good. But yeah, it was no, like, just don't I, fuck it up. You know? That's fine. Um, but man, look, they won the game and he was again, he was really good in the second half, if not great. Mm hmm. He is just that first quarter. He's the most difficult player I've ever had to root for. Um, I, I th listen. The last two days has been exhausting. The take cycles. Then, like I'm part of it because I understand it. Like yeah. even when Randall is good, got named to his second All NBA team uh, today. Unbelievable. Like the oh, there's two Knicks that have done that this century. It's Carmelo Anthony and Julius like, Randall. Can we stay on that for one second? Because mm -hmm. and again, it, we all get emotional in the moment. But like one, 
I'm not sure anybody on the Knicks since I'm in my lifetime. I mean, maybe I'm forgetting someone. I'm not sure that anyone on the Knicks that I've ever watched elicits elicits the emotions in the fan base, both both good and bad, but but just strong emotions mm-hmm. as this player does. That's number one. Number two. So there have been there. I'm there. We've now swung back in the other direction because he picked himself up. But if you would have asked every Nick fan, maybe not every Nick fan, a lot of Nick fans after the first quarter, this guy just got named to his second All NBA team in the last three seasons two hours ago. Mm-hmm. What would you trade him for? How many would have said a bag of balls? Wow. <laughs> No, but like that's you're not how, wrong. That's the thing. That's how can I can I give I'm you not some wrong. context to that? Because you're right. The Knicks put up a graphic on Instagram of like congrats to Julius making third team all NBA, his second all NBA NBA team. Um, my friend group chat posted a picture of the comments underneath, and oh. they are exactly what you would say. Can he be selected to the second round team? Because we haven't seen him show up there yet. Like, I couldn't help but laugh, but that's the reality. We've been wondering. When he's going to show up and I look, here's here's where I'm at with Julius, because the last two games were super disappointing as somebody that's tried to be in the camp of like, it's rare that you get guys that make all NBA yeah. teams that play for play in our uniform. Yeah, but I can't defend these two playoff performances. Uh, shout out Ryan Rosillo pointed out like play for play on his most recent podcast. He called game four the Julius Randall game and then pointed out all the things we said. And then he said, like, I, I know someone's going to say he's hurt or playing with a bad ankle, but then I have this stretch in the fourth quarter where he's actually like playing great defense and helping on closeouts and like really, really attacking pick and rolls. And it's like, where was this guy in the first quarter with your season on the line? And what I will say is what we got in that third quarter, Julius, that'll play. You, Brunson couldn't carry us for 48 minutes you needed to take over for a little bit. And the Knicks built a 19-point lead because him and RJ yes. were creating offense. And yep. that's why most of Brunson's points were wide-open threes because the ball is flying around. Julius is attacking the rim, no longer attacking Bam Adebayo. Thank and he's God. either going up strong or he's hitting Quentin Grimes on that on that connector pass in the corner. That's great. Th- that's, Julius, that'll play. The effort right there, the, the sound offense to, to create... Uh, so it's not just all on Jalen Brunson. We'll take that. It, and if we get that again, not to look ahead, but maybe maybe there is some redemption in your story arc well, that, that'll live long past this series. Look, there's still time. I mean, they, look, they play another game. So obviously mm-hmm. there's still time. Um, but I just, I felt we had to end the the opening monologue with Julius. But no, we're not, we're not going to end it on a down note because we're going to end it just one more time. Jalen Brunson, mm. I, which I mean, I, I can't even process that this guy is on our team. That we got this guy. Could I mean, I, I I know I go back to this a lot, and maybe this is not the time to do it. What? Could you imagine being a Dallas Mavericks fan watching? Oh this my game? god. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, does your TV survive that? I mean, can I go your, a step does further? Does your window survive that? Does can I can I go a step further? Because yes, like LOL Mavs fans, I'm for you. Like, 
Imagine being Luka wow. Doncic watching this game. Oh, imagine I think being Cuban, but that's no. Fine. Imagine being the superstar of that team that watching has seen this. every. You traded assets for Porzingis that didn't pan out. You had a guy that you strike. You struck gold getting him in the second round, and he could develop into the perfect guy to play off of Luka. You take control of the offense for a bit, JB, and you let him walk. It's not even that you didn't sign him before for fifty-five. You let him walk and out of spite you didn't get an asset back you made sure the Knicks got to give up a second round pick to the heavens and instead out of Lucas Luca is at home watching with us so is Theo Pinson by the way love the show Theo you have the same amount of playoff points as I okay but Jalen Brunson <laughs> necessary okay I just too many clips going around that are leading to confirmation bias Theo Pinson was a fun bench warmer for a year. Let's move on with 16 game players. Anyway, um, Jalen Brunson, this is a guy that you build around. This is a, a speaking of 16 game players. And look, I, being the mellow, the resident mellow guy here at KFS, Mellow doesn't have a moment like this. Mellow doesn't have yeah. like, like, like the game four. Well, in, in, what was the Boston? The that's a what loss. Was, That's my point, though. He does yeah. have a forty-two point seventeen rebound performance, in and a that was loss. a great game. It's it's his to me his best playoff performance. Oh, but it's it was a loss. Best, yeah, like this is the Jalen Brunson game, as far as I'm concerned. Played forty-eight minutes at his size, and I, I just you're right. We have him on a descending and, contract for the next bunch of years, and he's I, ours. I just want to say one other one other thing, and then we'll we'll do personal injury report and and then moment of the game. Um, Benji Benji tweeted out something to the effect of like it was anything was in the aftermath of, of game four um, but he, he said the words like you build around Brunson and I was thinking about that um, today and, and, and yesterday a little bit and, and like when you when you when you hear those words specifically in the context of an NBA team, it is usually that like that the the player you're building around is the best player on the team. You know, you build around Giannis, like build around the strengths of Giannis, build around um, you know, you know Steph Curry, build around LeBron James, whatever. We get it. Is Jalen Brunson on the level of those players? Like, I I don't I, that, that. But here's my point. He is, in terms of, I mean, obviously he's a basketball player, but as a culture setter and as a guy that, like, can he be the best, the quote-unquote best player on a championship team? I don't think he can be maybe the best player on a championship team, but can he be the most important player on a championship team? Absolutely. And I would, I will double down on what, what Benji said, which is that this is a guy you absolutely build around mm -hmm. you have him go out and figure out how to make the best team around Jalen Brunson because he's that good he's that valuable he's that important he cares about the right things too much um and don't make the mistake that uh I mean they'll never make the mistake that Dallas the Dallas Mavericks did I don't know that any team would ever do that again but uh it's it just what more could you possibly want? He's, I mean, what does this bring his playoff average up to? 20, 27 points a game, I think, something like that. I don't know. Um, he hasn't scored under 20 points in a playoff game still with the Knicks. Uh, it's, by the way, he averaged 21 in the playoffs per game last year. 
through, uh, I forget how many playoff games you played last year. You played quite a few playoff games last year, too. I mean, he's just, uh, what a godsend. 18. 18. But you're right. Yeah. This is now a second playoff where, and this one he's doing it with more responsibility. Oh, my. More responsibility. Yeah. And that's the other part. Like, he's hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's played 48 he's, minutes. He that, played that's, 48 that's, minutes. And he scored 38 points. And he's not physically right. Legit blows my mind that with everything he's dealing with, like it's, it's a thing also not to get like too sappy and corny about it, but uh, that's the shit New York eat, eats up like a hard worker an effort guy. Like you're not taking me out of this game tonight. I'll play 48. If you take, if that's what it takes, like it's a guy that you, you build around. It's a guy you build a culture around and yeah, I'm really glad that he's ours. It's the guy that makes two decades worth the wait. Mm, well, well said should end the show on that. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Can we do moment of the game first, by the way? Because I want to switch things up. I got I want to start something. So I've got written down. um, So there's 510 left and it made it. 30, 39, four. No. What did I write here? I have no oh, idea. Oh, on 510, someone went from 39 to 40. Happy birthday, Jonathan Macri. Oh, you didn't think I was going to do something special for your birthday. You didn't think I was going to do something special for your birthday. You didn't think I was going to do something. Uh, he thought he didn't think I was going to do something special on his birthday. Guess what, everybody? We got a special thing going on. First of all, welcome to the stage, Mr. Bernard <laughs> Ozarowski. Happy birthday, buddy. John's buddy Let's from go school. Oh, by the way, welcome to the stage. Yash Manjanin. Hey! It's a Fordham Law School reunion here on the post-game show. 
Thank God the Knicks won. <laughs> That's right. Thank God. They this did. is so much better than if they had lost. <laughs> yes. Oh, this wasn't happening if they lost. John. Uh, say that. Hey, Logan, what's going on, buddy? Yeah. Um, for anybody who's listening uh, and is not watching live on YouTube, these are my my two two of my best friends in the world. Uh, you've heard them on the podcast several yes. times. Probably drunk. Um, <laughs> yes. Certainly drunk. Probably. 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 Um, Yash, Yashinaz, um, they are, uh, uh, I mean, they make lo- me look like an upstanding citizen, which is really t- t- tough to do. But uh, thank you guys boss, for coming so I have on. No obligations. I'm like you now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Macri, yeah. I would like to uh, wish you not only a happy birthday to you, but more importantly, Happy birthday to your liver for making it to 40. Um, working point. harder than uh, than Stacia's suit buttons. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, working harder than Jalen Brunson tonight. I, I think the maybe the best part is that Duncan Robinson was resurrected for your birthday, John. Your former oh. fetish object has returned to the ground. Max him. Max him. Max him out. Give him all the money. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this is great, guys. Thank you. Um, and uh, Yash. As the uh, where's Crowen? Uh, he's right here. <laughs> oh yeah, where, where is he? This is Yash is the guy who who sent me this when this showed up in the mail one day. Uh, what was it last year? I guess. Um, but you listen, you you spoke it into existence. You spoke uh, R.J. Barrett becoming the player that we could say it, we becoming the player that he is. I don't even think there's any question anymore. What we're, I mean, for as much as we're talking about Jalen Brunson is a superstar ascending before our eyes um like rj barrett like is there is there any question that with what he's doing at 22 years old that he could be the top three a top three player on a on a contending team i think that that that's the other most important question that's been answered in this postseason a star has been born um one of your all-time favorite movies um it is. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's a great uh, movie. It's, it's a perfectly great movie. No, it's uh I, I know everybody's gonna say the moment of the game was the grind steal, and like of course it's it's in my top two, but my moment of the game are those RJ free throws. They're big. Because I mean, the only time I really felt like they might lose the game down the stretch was he has the horrible turnover, failure to inbound yes. within five seconds. Bam has the dunk. Yes. And the Heat have all the momentum. They're only down four. And if RJ misses those free throws, all bets are off. And you, you see in his face the fear. I'm like, oh, oh man, I'm, I'm so nervous. What's going to happen right now? But he still buries it because the kid is a fucking warrior. And uh, he's, he, I, I don't know who's going to be here and who isn't going to be here when the Knicks finally win the championship. But I hope that guy's here. Uh, we do know because they're all on the court. Tonight, you son of a bitch, <laughs> um, Bernard. I, I, I want to go to you quick because um, yes, I alluded to it. You were perhaps the happiest man in New York when the Knicks signed Isaiah Hartenstein. Um, <laughs> put back, holy! That shit. is that. I mean, again, were it not for the Grimes steal, oh. because again, let's let's just go back to it for a second. The the Heat had gotten it. Uh, thank God Butler missed one of those free throws. By the way. Um, the Heat had gotten it down to a two-point game with over two minutes left, and that was a my God, was that a poor offensive possession that followed by the New York Knickerbockers? Um, and but uh, by the way, on the Hardenstein dunk, credit RJ 
with the Kobe. That was a legitimate Kobe assist because it brought the help. Yeah. And that, so um, I, I'm just, is there a hole in your ceiling after you, you jumped up after that, that went, went down, Bernard? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess I probably on a live stream, Andrew will kill me if I make a joke about what sort of stain was created, but oh. whatever. It's, you, you just did. You just, you just did. Oh, well, we're I, here. I didn't say Hashtag it. we here. We're good. <laughs> we, we here. We here. Man, um, this was great. Uh, thank you guys for staying up late and 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 making my birthday extra special. We have to um, sing happy birthday. Please, God, no, you're not doing that. <laughs> um, no, I, I just, I just, we, we've made it. Let's see, they've been on here for five minutes. We're not canceled yet. I think we should cut our. We should. <laughs> <laughs> we should just like. Be thankful, Andrew. <laughs> Thank yeah. you to Oz and Yash. I texted them in the or early in the game and was like, "If the Knicks, win. I got to be honest, I texted you guys when they're up nineteen. You almost jinxed it. I didn't yeah, jinx. Did. I made you sure I stayed. If, started playing like dog shit. I said that, that if I use qualifying words and I was like, "Let's hope the Knicks close the deal." I made sure I said I would send it when the game was in hand, and then, and then I went it immediately to, came a four point lead. Claudio curse, bad job by me. I will say that I also have like a show to produce. It was like, I can't send it to these guys when he's live. So I wanted to make sure you were ready to go when it happens. Point being, I was sweating that out because I knew this was going to be fun and special and I couldn't be known forever is, that I is. ruined John's 40th birthday surprise because I sent them a link too early. Thank you, Jalen Brunson. Yes. Thank you, Mitchell Robinson, for hitting your free throws. Thank you, RJ Barrett, for being clutched down the stretch and hitting your free throws. And I can't believe I'm saying this. A hustle play by Julius Randle. Yes. It's the closer to the game. <laughs> Miracles do happen. Oh, man. Um, before uh, before we get going, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to my boy, Karan, KFS fan, who uh, also lives here in St. Louis. He and I made plans to watch game six together which obviously this game needed to be a win if that was going to happen. And I see him about as often as I see you, Macri, because he's oh, okay. two young kids, even though he lives here in St. Louis. But um, after game six, God willing, um, Saturday morning, getting on a plane and uh, celebrating in person with UND. Can't wait. I, I look forward to that. Um, can't wait to see you. Uh, but great seeing you guys now. Uh, bring back, obviously, some, a lot of memories. So that's um, not a surprise. What? So that's not a surprise. What's happening this weekend? No, that is not a surprise. Okay. <laughs> I thought you just spoiled it on on, on YouTube. I got to be honest. No. No, I know okay. I know I know I'm I am going out. Things are happening. Tricks. Anyway, okay, enough of this. Uh thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Happy birthday, uh, buddy. Thank Love you. Happy birthday. Love you Yash too, guys. And you. Oz, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, thank you. Seriously, thank you. Love you. We'll, thank we'll, you. We'll Love you too, Andrew. Get canceled in the group chat later. Yes, later. Okay, we made it. Um, so a real show, uh, personal injury report. Go ahead, personal injury report uh, <laughs> presented by our our other good friends at Weiss and Rosenblum. I was texting with Barry today. He was pumped up for this game, and uh, I am. I think he was in attendance. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah. If you have a uh, potential personal injury matter, or you think you, or you know, you got hurt, something happened, anything, and you just want to know more information from veteran attorneys, people you could trust, people you could rely on, call Weiss and Rosenblum today at two one two three six six sixty one hundred. Again, two one two three six six sixty one hundred. I promise you, no case uh, is too big or too small. They will give you their honest opinion uh, for a with a free consultation over the phone. 
Um, and then if they decide to take your case, obviously they don't get paid anything unless you do. You could also visit them at weissandrosenmove.com for more information. Um, and uh, yeah, veterans, not rookies. Some veterans came through tonight. Thankfully, the veterans that came through were not not members of the Miami Heat. Didn't need any of that action. Uh, prior results don't guarantee future outcomes. One more time. 212-366-6100. Um, so tonight, no Emmanuel quickly again. No. Um, no game time decision nonsense. Just out. Leads me to believe we are probably not seeing Emmanuel quickly. I, I won't go so far as to say the rest of the series, because obviously the series needs to get past Friday for there to be anything more of a series. I don't think we're seeing him on Friday. Um, Mitch seemed to turn his ankle a little bit uh, when he landed on Bam, but then he came back in the game. We'll see. Bro, everybody's hurt. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that you're not saying that, but that's where I've... All our pets are feds. Uh, all our pets' heads are falling off. That's how this series has gone. You know what? At this point, if 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 Mitch, I, I Mitch, I think Mitch will get. I think Mitch will be fine. I think Mitch. Mitch is tougher. I think that he probably gets credit for. I think he'll. Um, I think he'll be out there. Um, anything else that I missed? Julius got punched in the face. And had oh my God! Diner. Yes, Julius <laughs> got well. Like scratched in the that eye. thing got swollen in the third quarter, and I'm I'm waiting for basketball reference, uh, basketball, but NBA.com to let me do this. But I'm trying to see, did he take more than that last shot in the fourth quarter? Oh, um, that's, I don't think I, so. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that the man could not see, but he was still making free throws. Did he take free throws in the fourth quarter? Well, no, but the. The scratch happened early on in the game. I'm saying as it swelled up, like I think what oh, happened is as the game went along, okay. yeah, he took one shot in the fourth quarter and it was a hustle play. He was out there to be a decoy and to it's honestly why I thought that the, the Ben Simmons play where he got the ball near the rim and then passed it to Mitch and everybody's like, why did he pass that? And I'm like, can he see now that might be going too far for an excuse. I'm not going to go all the way and say that's why that happened. But the bigger that swelled up, I was wondering if like he, he looked like in Hitch when Will Smith ate the I fish. Yeah. And yeah, I, I was like, oh, this is this is now officially swollen up. I'm wondering how his vision is. So we should we'll, also note that Julius we'll Randle made his last uh, six shots of this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one of the, the end of the second quarter for all four shots in the third quarter. Only shot he took in the fourth quarter. Five of five in the second half, 14 points, uh, plus nine. Like, that's why, like, I hear you. The end of the third quarter was a thing. I, I thought he no, was it, outstanding it, in the second half. Also, it, three three boards, four assists. Yeah. No, he, he look, he redeemed himself. But it's like the fact that he needed to redeem himself yet again. You know, it's part of the experience. It's why, so shout out Sean with a W, who, um, he was saying earlier today, like the reason if, if someone's out on Randall that it's like, you have to understand it is like, I'm tired of having one of the most important players on my team be someone that I need to know what side of the bed he woke up on. That's, like, did he eat his Wheaties today? And you have no idea if you're going to get like a, an efficient, trying hard, playing hard, playing smart Julius Randall or, you know, game three. <laughs> I was going to be in game four. Julius yeah. Randall. I was going to, I was going to make it a relationship analogy. Like, have you ever, we don't have to get into this, but like if, if you've ever dated that person, boy, girl, whatever, um, that like you just, you pray that like, 
they didn't wake up on the wrong side of the bed. To, like it is the most you can't. It, it makes it impossible to like exist. This mm-hmm. is like one level down from that, but yeah. you know, sports he was, matters. I'm I'm here because Anthony Six though the hashtag ride with Randall is blowing up the chat right now. Gotta just give Julius his flowers after he came back in from the second quarter on. Was outstanding in this yeah season, so. for sure but like again there's which that first quarter didn't happen <laughs> it's, all I'm gonna it's say, just which didn't happen it was the first quarter happening coming off of game four that's yep. the thing you know um but we live to see another day um yep. okay moment of the game if we're doing three i mean the i mean two are easy i think the grimes obviously the grimes stop and steal yep. and then the hardenstein put back i think has to be Mm-hmm. Um, one of the candidates. I think you could go in a few different directions for the other one. I personally would go, even though it was earlier in the fourth, I would go with the Brunson three that ended the 9-0 run to make it 95-88. That would be because it was a step back three. It was a, I know Duncan Robinson came back down and, and hit a shot, but like the, the cajones to take that shot and then make that shot. I just thought Un- unrivaled. So can I get more creative with it? Because I sure. think the, the Duncan Robinson shot does nullify it for me a little bit. I do think in the same spirit, there is a jail. Like we need to make sure Jalen Brunson gets a moment in involved here. So I'm going to go with two ninety six. I guess one. Yeah. Okay. The one hundred two ninety six that can work. Um, I was going back to the second quarter because I thought oh. we were headed for Cancun at the end of the first. Oh, so you want to go like right out of the gate of the second yeah, quarter? Yeah, because okay. after that, it's like Mitchell Robinson made a, a four wow. of six free throws down the stretch uh, after Eric Spolstra. God, that man, Bill Belichick, um, goes hack a Mitch and decides that uh, we're going to let Rant- if, if Mitch can hit free throws, then the Knicks will win. And guess what? Mitch hit free throws. So I, I want I had that his his uh, free throws to put them up seven and then eight down the stretch as an op- as a as an option. Um, but yeah, if you want to go moments. with a, a Jalen Brunson moment, he had an and one to put the Knicks up for the first time in the game, twenty nine to twenty six, and that was part of that stretch in the first in the second quarter when with Obi in the game it was an eighteen two run. Now RJ hit a three after that. Um, on a Jalen Brunson assist. So like either one of those, but that's when like, okay, we have a lineup that's working. Tibbs let it ride. And he did. And, he did. and that's when I suddenly and, realized the season's not over. And, and let's say, look again, it's another with Tibbs. Perfect game. No, rarely is. Um, this, <laughs> this team had an opportunity to quit on this head coach and say, you know what? <laughs> Enough of this. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> I think it's I think to a certain extent it's it is a little bit reflective of like whether maybe they do it because they hate him. Who the hell knows? But does Look, it matter? He, the one what was the one piece of smoke I had for him last game? Uh I actually forget. What was it? Start of the second quarter. The non-Jimmy, non-band minutes. Why yeah. did you have not enough offense out there? And he let I mean, we obviously Jalen Brunson was playing 48 minutes, but that's an adjustment that ensures. Like we're gonna make sure we win these minutes, goddamn. My, my adjustment <laughs> so, is I'm not going to bench or sit my players. Listen, sometimes it's all all it takes. Steve well, Kerr, one of the best adjustments he made is a Brooklyn Net head coach. KD, you're playing every minute of game five, and you're playing every minute of game seven. Yeah. I don't think Jalen Brunson is sitting the rest of the series, by the way. 
By the way, and again, if you think this is only Tibbs who does this shit, like go. Uh, I speaking of catching some smoke, Monty Williams keeping. I think Booker and again Durant post mm-hmm. Achilles, post whatever injury he had earlier this year, played over forty minutes in what essentially was a blowout in game. Uh, what was it? Game five last night. So um, again, this is a thing that coaches do. Okay. Did I say Steve Kerr? I meant Steve Nash. I thought you said Steve Nash. Okay. Six does in the chat saying I meant Steve. Oh, Kerr. Whatever. So I, regardless, I, it's I, funny. I heard Steve Nash. Maybe you did say Steve Kerr. I meant um, Steve Nash. If that's, that's where I was going to let, like, yeah. Yeah. Very last thing I'll say, and then we'll, we'll get to super chess. Um, I don't know what's going to happen on Friday night. Um, Miami has been a place that the Knicks, I mean, recently have done pretty well in. Uh, I don't think they feel uncomfortable down there. <clears throat> I, I'm i sure the Heat will... I mean, the Heat are going to be ready to play. Uh, the Heat are also... I, well, what? Actually, hold on. What did the Heat end up shooting from three tonight? If I'm, let, me, wait, let me take a guess. I bet you they ended up topping 30%. They did. 30.2. Ah, there we go. 13 of 43 from three for the Miami Heat. Barely, barely, barely topped uh, top that number. Um, so, yeah, they'll be ready. Uh, look, maybe the Knicks go down there and and they and they get their butt kicked. I I wonder the fact that the Heat essentially lost this game. Not lo- I don't want to say they lost this game twice, but like they had the early ten point lead, let that completely slip away. And then they came back and they had the game not right there for the taking, but like, man, Jimmy Butler's at the line to get it to within one with two minutes to go. You weird know, Jimmy, and, but weird Jimmy Butler game, by the way. Very weird Jimmy Butler game. Yeah. Like, um, had, some bad, had some bad fouls, had some bad uh, defense at times. Like yeah, RJ kind of took it to him a few times. Yeah, you know? I, I, I agree. So like, you know. Look, they're the I, I. You could argue they're the most mentally strong team in the in the league, and I I would hear that argument. Uh, so I don't think any of this will bleed over into it. But like, they had it. You know, it was there for not that they had it. It was there for them, right? It was there. It was within reach. And usually, usually, not always, but usually, when this particular Miami Heat team or this core that's been around the last few years, when a game was is within reach, they grab it. They didn't grab this one. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, listen, I'm not, not like imbued with confidence for Friday, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens in that game. This is why, or really, this is what the biggest difference is between playing a team like the Heat and playing a team like the Cavs. If it was the Cavs and they let one slip away, I'd be like, oh, you know what? They're down. You beat, you could probably count on a, a performance with nerves and uh, knowing the, the the hangover from letting the last game slip away into the next game, which is what we saw in game five in Cleveland, that they had a chance to tie it up and they let it slip away. Um, I think what we learned tonight is that you're not going to be able to like let the count on the heat to lose. You're going to have to beat them. And it's the biggest oh, yeah. compliment, the biggest compliment I can give to the Knicks tonight. And I'm not giving Randall credit for saying the thing at the end of game four. This looked like a team that wanted it more. This looked like a team that didn't want their season to end. It's going to take one more effort to get it to game seven. And then we'll, you know, go from there. And I, okay. I lie. I always do this last thing before we get to the super chats. I know 
like, look, they had a 19 point lead. Um, RJ had a chance. RJ had a decent look to put him up 21. It ended up with Mitch getting the offensive rebound, fouled, missed both of those free throws. Um, you know, so there was a, it was right there for them to go up by 20 at least. And it got down to a two point game. That's not great. And there were some not great moments in that comeback. Um, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a collapse or anything. I wouldn't define it as a collapse. It was more methodical by the heat. And like it came in a few different pushes. Um, there were some very, there were some bad moments to be clear. There were some bad moments, ones you don't love to see, but they didn't let it slip away and they made some plays. Uh, I think that's valuable and I think that's important. I think that's notable. And I think the Knicks deserve a lot of credit for that. 